Welcome, my little critters, to Tales from the Crit Season 2, The Level Up. We're an actual play podcast with an ever-changing cast of players making our way through a bunch of different RPG systems, from micro-RPGs to some of the more well-known role-playing games out there, and the occasional highly narrative tabletop game. Content warnings can be found in the episode's description. My name is Riley Groves, and I am the Crit Keeper on this episode of Tales from the Crit. to season two of tales from the crit very excited to start this season after our extremely successful award-winning first season we are back and this time we're going to play a quiet year this game's a little bit different than all the ones we've played before it's a bit more narrative and we're not actually going to be taking the roles of characters so i will be playing as well and at the table i have connor hello derek hello and rebecca hi and as always, we're going to get to know each other just a little bit better. Even though I found out a lot about you people in Season 1, we're going to keep doing this. So our question for today, before we get started, is name something on your to-do list that never gets done. I can start. It's like any home project for me. Uh, I need to reroute in front of my front door. I need to finish my bathroom, which is you know half-painted one color half painted not and i have like a vanity to go in there and all this stuff but that's not happened yet it's been years now yeah that we've had all the stuff so that's mine what about the lights in the kitchen lights in the kitchen i've got lights to replace in the kitchen i've got some drywall to finish up it sounds like i got a lot to do got a lot (laughs) home projects are never done you know there's just in progress. Yes. Always. Yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. I've got a list. <laughs> Mine is specifically the basement. I'm like, all right, I'm going to organize this basement. I got a lot of stuff in there. going to organize it. And, you know, I make progress every now and then. Like, okay, good. Got the tool corner all organized. And then I clean another part of the house or another room. Also, I'm like, oh, hey, look, the rest of the basement is just covered in all the stuff I moved from somewhere else again. So, yep. That's what we do. It's either this room or the office that is clean and never both. Mm-hmm. Just move the shit back and forth, whatever. Yep. Mine is pretty much moving stuff back and forth from the game room to the office. (laughs) I can't even use the office right now. It's terrible. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't throw away stuff very good. (laughs) Yeah, it's where all the wayward fitness equipment has ended up. (laughs) It's sad in there. Yeah. You'll find the motivation eventually. You've got it. No. When you do, if you don't have it, then you're going to have to get it again. That is, that is what happened. By the time it comes, then motivation's gone. Yeah. So I've, I've recently been wanting to buy more workout equipment, and I've been holding off. And my justification is I can't get myself to work out three days in a week. I shouldn't buy anything new because I have plenty to accomplish three days a week with now. And I don't think just buying new stuff is going to motivate me to you know do it more. So I figured as an incentive to working out... I could get more stuff if I could prove to myself that I have a track record of using 
any of it at all. Oh, like if you use some of the stuff you have, you're like, okay, I've used all this stuff now. I deserve to buy this exactly. new piece. I, exactly. It's a, a better don't. system than, than doing it first. Yeah. I Please say. don't yeah. buy more stuff. Please get... <laughs> your, your thing should be you have to get rid of one thing before you can get another. Because that giant punching bag over there is ridiculous. Yeah, well, it sits next to the rowing machine. Whoa. And the, I, I did buy, buy that, but you loved it. You used it a lot. Yes. I'm I blaming did. you for Which it. Which is why I bought the punching bag. Only, <laughs> only one punching bag? Oh, no. I, just, I bought a new punching bag. Oh, okay. It's was way <laughs> too heavy to get down the stairs. It's um, huge. And I had nowhere to put it, so it stayed in the living room for a while. Until, I hated it. Until Thanksmas one year, and then it got moved. It never came back again. Never came back again. Banished. Banish it. Again, same boat. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the human condition. Um, all right, so let's get into A Quiet Year. This game is quite a bit different, as I alluded to before. It is a map drawing game. We're going to collectively explore the struggles of a community, and for our purposes, that community is going to be setting up a new community on an uninhabited planet. It's a game about the community and difficult choices and landscapes, and we're going to make decisions about the community and for the community. Parts of the map are literal cartography, so we'll be making a map that people can follow, follow along with as we make our way through the seasons. And other parts are a bit more symbolic. So we're going to work together to create the community, but we're also going to kind of be benevolent in that. And you know, the whole idea is to kind of make decisions not based towards the good or the bad of the community, but kind of just benevolently make choices that seem the most interesting or the most logical are the most fun and so we're not actually going to be really taking the part of an npc unless we're going to start a conversation so it's really open to our imaginations and yeah i'm really looking forward to this one so we're going to start in spring there's four seasons that we're going to get through and each season is represented by a different suit of cards i believe spring starts with the suit of hearts and so we're going to pull a card, we're going to read the corresponding choices on that card, and we're going to you know, make decisions and make stuff on the map and all that good stuff. Before we do that, I'm going to read a little bit of an intro so we know where we're at, and then um, we're going to start putting some things on the map. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. After decades of trying and failing to find a new planet to call home, the human race now stands at the brink of extinction. In a final effort for survival, the last remaining humans set their course for XP-676, the most recently discovered planet, and speculated to be the most promising ever found. But eerily enough, it was discovered in our own solar system, appearing suddenly from behind Saturn in the humans' most desperate time. We follow the crew of the final transport ship, the Exodus, as it lands on the rocky surface of XP-676 and prepares to create the final community for the human race. And as such, we find ourselves, as a community, standing on the rocky surface of a new planet. So, before we get started pulling any cards, what we're each going to do is we are going to each select a feature to be on the, on the map. So, a geographical feature, some, something to do with the landscape. So, this can be trees, water, a house, you know, whatever. Whatever we feel like it being. Connor... You're going to go first. Okay. 
so, you know, when we land on the surface, off far in the distance, we can see a large crater, you know, kind of far off, a large one. And it looks like there might be some more, but we can definitely prominently see quite a large one. All right. And where do you want that to be? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Volcanic or impact? Impact. It's scary. Is our landing vessel like a, just a space shuttle? <laughs> And it's like a large craft that we've crashed into. It's a landing pod. It is a ship that is equipped to land and carry a community of 60 to 80 people along with resources and supplies to create a community and inhabit a planet, you know, as long as the people get along and, um, you know, it's a habitable planet to begin with. So we will call that camp. Picture a ship there. I'm not going to draw one necessarily. Um, so then the impact crater is just going to be on the far side from there. Is that a good indication of a crater? Do you want a bigger? That looks great to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just remember that that's the crater. Okay. Derek. About from the center right to the center bottom, there's a meandering river. So kind of splitting the land in half? Uh, starting over on the side. Meander. It'll uh, meander as best as I know how. Meander, meander, meander. Alright, look at that. Jagged edges and all. Boom. Like the fractal tool. Perfect. <laughs> Alright, we have a river on the planet. And Rebecca. Um, I think that on the islandy part of the map now that we've made, there's okay. a cave system. A cave. Okay. Like right there? Yeah, closer to the water though. Closer to the water beautiful all right you have a cave cool and for me i'm going to add a small forest nice and i will say all the trees are pretty stunted you know with none really being larger than 20 feet tall no sequoias (laughs) no sequoias put them on the far side of the map so we have some geogra- geographical features here on our map. And so the next thing we need to do is to establish some starting resources. So we're each going to declare an important resource for the community and we'll collectively decide which one is in abundance and which others are in scarcity. Are we going in the same order every time? Yeah, why not? Connor, ready player one. Um, sure, I'm going to go with... Uh... Iron ore. Okay. All right. Who's keeping track of resources? Derek, you're on resources. Connor, you'll be on NPCs. Rebecca, you're on everything else. Gotcha. All right. Okay. So our first resource, you said iron ore. Yep. Iron ore in the resource category. All right. Derek, what resource would you like our community to have? To have an abundance uh, or a scarcity. Or a scarcity. Oh, so we're gonna, we'll right, just scarcity. name them now, and then we'll decide which one is in abundance and which ones are... Okay. We'll go with fish. Fish. Okay. Good one. That's good. So that's like a, a food. Rebecca? Um, I was it? thinking that the crater probably has some type of um, like foreign metal to it, mm. which would probably make it scarce. Okay. So unknown metal ore, we could say? Unknown ore, something? Yeah, I don't know what you would call it. Alien ore? Unknown space ore. There we go. Okay, and for me, I'm going to 
I'm going to put out Oxygen. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. So, as a collective, which ones do we think should be in abundance and which ones... Which one should be in abundance and which three should be scarce? I really feel like Oxygen should be our abundance. Yes. Because we, you know... It could make a lot of other things for our community quite a bit yeah, easier. easier. I agree. If everything, only one thing can be in abundance? Yes. Yeah, then I think it should be oxygen. Derek, any thoughts? Um, yeah, I think oxygen is probably the best one. Okay. And I wanted to go with, like, iron or something, but... Fish was my second choice. Fish was my first choice, but... <laughs> Oxygen would definitely make our progression a lot easier. It's the logical choice. I tend to agree, too. So, Also, if we're, like, assuming we're on a planet with a oxygen-rich atmosphere, which we can breathe, that are having to carry apparatuses with us, it makes the most, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it a lot We don't have to worry about spacesuits. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you know, everybody just dies. I forgot my oxygen tank, so... <laughs> wah, wah. Luckily, the river is actually liquid oxygen. You can just go drink it to breathe. That, oh, that's that how cool. That works? That's that what I was going to say. If we didn't have crazy. an abundance of oxygen, I was going to be like, that cave's got dry ice in it. <laughs> All right. So at this point, each week is going to be represented by one flip of the card. So every time we do something, a week is going to tick by. Obviously, there are four seasons. There are 13 weeks to each season, with the exception of winter. Winter, things change up a bit, and we'll get into that a little bit more. Things are much more difficult in the winter, and winter could come and the game can end at any time during the winter. So, big things there. So, we really want to get our shit together before winter sets in, because winter does make things harder. So, during your turn... Everybody's going to take an action, and those actions can be to discover something new, hold a discussion, or start a project. So the first thing we're going to do is to flip the card to find out what affects our community, and then you're going to take an action on your turn. Sound good? Yep. All right. Five of hearts. All right. So so there is a disquieting legend about this place. What is it? Or... Alarming weather patterns destroy something. How and what? Okay. I'm going to go with there's a disquieting legend about this place. And it's that there was a race that lived on the planet before. And, you know, there's people talk about the signs they see, but they think that they've been driven underground in the entrance of a nearby cave. Like many people know where it is. And this is backed up by sometimes they can hear strange sounds coming from within the cave and strange scents sometimes at certain times a year. No shit. Cool. All right. Creepy as fuck. So, what do you want to do on your turn? For my turn, I'm going to discover something new. Awesome. And I'm going to discover a ruin uh, in between our village and the forest. All right. And what like kind some... of ruin? What's it look like? Uh, it's a couple old, disheveled buildings, and uh, like just one large building and some some containers inside, some pots and some crates, maybe. And that's all that we've discovered of it so far. It was just reported. Cool. All right, ruins have been added to the map. 
Derek, it is your turn. So first, pull a card. All right, three of hearts. And that gets us... Someone new arrives, who, or two of the community youngster member younger members get into a fight. What provokes them? I am going to say I'm going to go with the youngsters getting a fight. Okay. What provokes them is a berry patch just north of the cave next to the water. Were they fighting over who gets to take credit for finding it? No, they're fighting over the berries. Oh, okay. Do you happen to know the name of the children that got into a fight? We will go with Stan and Danny. Okay, or Stanny for short. Stanny and Danny. <laughs> and would that work as discovering something on my turn? No, they're separate things, I think. Okay. Yeah, so you can still take an action. I put the berry patch on the map. I think we should start a project. Okay. And I think it should be a stone um, wall around our, our village for protection. Okay. So mark down that you're starting a project, wherever you want to do it. And then going to take a D6, and that's going to be your project marker as a group. How long do we think building a stone wall around the camp would take? These count as weeks? Yes. Uh, three to four weeks. I was thinking I'd feel four. four. Yeah, I was thinking four. like six, but... I think four, if you've got people dedicated okay. on it. So give yourself a four. When that reaches completion, we'll uh, have you narrate what that looks like at the end. So, oh, yeah, you can right. put like a spooky ghost next to the cave. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Why not? I think that also works because sometimes that has funny smells coming out of the cave. Yeah. That's right. That so looks like a hooded guy. At the mouth of the cave, we have a symbol of both a ghost and a stinky trail of <laughs> weird smell. <laughs> All right, Rebecca, it is now your turn. Oh, I got the seven of hearts. Where does everyone sleep? Who is unhappy with this arrangement and why? Or what natural predators roam this area? Are you safe? I think that there are natural predators in the area. I think they live in the little forest. I think we're safe for now. Okay. What kind of predators? I think they're like those tiny little dinosaur things. Those little tiny raptor guys in Jurassic Park. The compies. That is what I thought of yep. when you said it. Right? The yeah, because they have ones. to match the size of the trees. Yeah. So they got to be little so they can hide in there. I think they'd be a good source of meat if we didn't get eaten by them first. Make sure we build our walls at least. <laughs> they can jump. Yeah, build them high and smooth. <laughs> Perfect. We're going to use a stegosaurus to uh, symbolize them, and we're going to put them at the edge of the forest. Is that what that is? Yes, it's yeah. like the outline of a stegosaurus. No, it's the one with the bulby tail thing. I don't know, it looks that cool like a cave drawing. Because the assets are pulled off of several different types of maps, like they don't all look the same. So, all right, Rebecca, and on your turn, do you want to start a project, hold a discussion, or discover something new? Discover something new. I want to discover something new. This might be controversial, but I think that there's a volcano, but at the bottom of the map between the trees and the water. No, I lied. At the bottom right corner of the map. Okay. There is a volcano. It's not active right now. 
But you never know. How big is the volcano? Big. Real big. Like, alarmingly large that no one's seen it before. Yeah, but it's not active, so maybe we just thought it was a mountain. Okay. We have a volcano on the map. Does that look good? Yeah, it looks great. Sweet. Let's flip the next card. I'll take this one. I got the Queen of Hearts. What is the most beautiful thing in this area? Or, what's the most hideous thing in this area? I'm going to say the prettiest thing in this area is ever since the ship touched down, even though the ground is very rocky and it doesn't seem to be like covered in grass, all around the ship and the community, grass and wildflowers have began to grow only around our ship and us, though. And on my turn, I am going to start a project. And the project that I'm going to start is to begin construction on a bridge to cross the river. With access to the forest and I feel like that would be three-week project. We have a team. Um, yeah, three. Yeah, two or three. Three? Yeah, three weeks. I'll take three. Awesome. And thus ends my turn. Okay, I've drawn the nine of hearts. A charismatic young girl convinces many to help her with an elaborate scheme. What is it? Who joins her endeavors? Start a project to reflect. Or, a charismatic young girl tries to tempt many into sinful or dangerous activity. Why does she do this? How does the community respond? Dang, that's a pretty heavy one. So, this charismatic girl in the community, Sally, has been trying to tempt as many of her fellow community members to go on an expedition down into the cave because she believes in a doomsday theory that, you know, took all these people underground that we need to follow them and that that's the safe place because she thinks that the nearby volcano is going to erupt again and cover everybody. Like, that's what she believes is connected with the ruins and she thinks everybody's gone underground and that's where we need to go. Cool. All right. And most of the members of the community are not very happy with Sally. They're telling her she needs to calm down and that she's being an alarmist. And she should get back to, like, not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Solid. So on your turn, do you want to start a project, find something new, or have a discussion? Um, I'm going to start a discussion. Okay. And what person will you be taking the role of? You can create new people, too, in case you don't want to be Sally. Yeah. I'm just going to be an, another concerned townsperson named uh, Georgette. And uh, she wants to call a discussion about the cave and Sally's antics. And she says, We shouldn't be going to this cave. We need to leave that alone. And someone needs to quiet Sally down. I'll take the position of a man named Roy. I'm not with Sally in terms of the doomsday deal here that she's got going on. I do think we should go down into the caves because they could wield some materials that we're going to definitely need before winter sets in. I'm going to take the position of Lisa who thinks that we should definitely go into the caves because that volcano's definitely going to erupt. Sally's on to something. I am going to take the opinion of a member named Rodek, 
who is all for going down in the caves, but not sending down the superstitious weirdos who think that there are spirits and doomsday stuff down there. He just wants to get the resources out. Yeah, we need right, right. We got to get the resources out of the mine so that we can thrive up here. I don't think people were made to be without sunlight. We tried that before on Earth. It was just a recipe for disaster. We don't need the same situation happening over and over again. I think Lisa's going to take a contempt point for being called a weirdo. <laughs> and then I guess we can just put a little dot next to the cave. I feel like that's where the discussion was primarily about that. Yep. That sounds good. Anybody have anything else to add to the discussion? Nope. I think nope. you should leave your cube over here, though, so I can see it and remember that you've got some contempt going on. Okay. If only it was an arrow to point at Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the last week before your... My project is done on my turn once this turn is done. Okay. So, Connor, anything else to add to your turn? No. All right. That is the end of the discussion. So, Derek, our first project finishes up. Tell us about that wall that goes around our ship and our community. We finish a wall after four weeks that goes around the ship and leaves a little bit of room, enough room to build a couple of little buildings to fill in. Cool. So... Good size. Yeah. Not to scale, but yeah. <laughs> they are all representations. Cartography. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my imagination atrophied a little bit since last time. Yeah. It's been a while. That's connected in real life. Just gotcha. No, that's perfect. Okay. So now go ahead and pull your card, Derek. All right. I got the Jack of Hearts. You see a good omen. What is it? Or you see a bad omen. What is it? Hmm. I'm going to go with we see. I'd just love to split the difference and just be like, you just saw an omen. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with you see a, we see a bad omen, and it is a fireball streak across the sky. Oh, okay. Scary. Which direction does it, does it go? We will have it streak from southeast to northwest. So almost like it comes from the direction of the volcano. And across to where the impact crater is. Mm. Does it land or do we... It does not. Okay. It, it does not. Uh, it just streaks across the atmosphere and then disappears. It doesn't explode. It doesn't land. So we put that in the corner with a trail symbolizing the direction where it came from. So do you want to start a project, hold a discussion, or find something new? I want to discover something new. Okay. And... I want to discover reeds down towards the southern part of that. At the bottom yep, part of the map. That can be right used for, like, rope and stuff like that. More thatch-like plants. All right. Like a big patch? Does it go on both sides of the river? Uh, just on the, the one side's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Like a big patch of reeds yeah. at the southern part of the map. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Rebecca, it is your turn. Um, I got the two of hearts. There's a large body of water on the map. Where is it and what does it look like? Or, there's a giant man-made structure on the map. What is it and why is it abandoned? I'm going to go with there's a giant man-made structure on the map. Okay. And I'm thinking it's going to be... I know no one saw the movie Eternals, um, but you know how the <laughs> guy comes out of the ocean and then gets all fro stone frozen? Mm -hmm. He's one of those. He's huge. Okay, so it's like a giant hand? Humanoid robot-y looking statue? We assume it's a statue. A colossus. Hmm. Okay, so tell me, how big is it? 
And where exactly do you want it? Oh, big like it was. Oh, like super big. Yeah. Okay. Where do you want it? Right Please. in the middle was good. Right there? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I would also like to start a project. I want to start building a fishery just south of the community in the river. I think that'll only take like a week. Okay. Um, so south here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll put uh, like a net? Yeah. What's, what's your fishery look like? Mostly a net. I guess some type of dock situation that you could like get out over the water. That perfectly coincides because my um, bridge project is done right now. Just finished. Your project's well. also done, Derek. My project oh, is we also done. Move past that. So I will put that kind of attached to my bridge if that works for you. Beautiful. All right. So we have a fishery. It's done at the end of your turn, I guess. So the start of Connor's. So at the end of after my turn, if all goes well, then we'll have a fishery attached to the bridge. Sweet. I got the Four of Hearts. What important and basic tools does the community lack, or where are you storing food? Why is this a risky place to store things? Okay, so what important and basic tools does the community lack? What we lack is weapons to protect the amount of people that are on the ship. So with some of the expeditions finding predators in the woods and stuff like that, we are at risk of attack. So not having our own way of producing those is a pretty big scarcity on our end. So you could add that to the scarcity list if you don't mind. Weapons. Yep. And then on my turn, I am going to start an expedition, or I'm going to start a project, and that project is going to be led by... Roy, and he is going to go search the caves. How long do we think? I, would I think in, I would think an initial recon of it would only be a week, but depends if he gets captured by the underground people. Yeah, let's maybe uh, never do two. Yeah, so he's going to do an expedition. He's going to go kind of find out the caves. So I would, I would even think two or three, because it's probably better distance than it was indicated on the map. I'm going to do three. Okay. Sounds good. And with that, the fishery is done. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we'll say it's a two-man expedition, and it's going to be Roy and what was the other guy? Roderick. Roderick. Roy and Roderick are going to be the two that uh, go and explore the caves to see what resources are down there. And Rebecca, your fishery project. It's done. All right. Yep. So we've got that on the map. So we can move fish to uh, an abundance. We have all the fish. freeze-dried food we brought with us is starting to run out. Mm. Mm. Okay, so I've got the Eight of Hearts this week. An old piece of machinery is discovered broken, but perhaps repairable. What is it? What would it be useful for? Or an old piece of machinery is discovered cursed and dangerous. How does the community destroy it? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so after being chased out of the town previously, uh, for being a little nuts, Sally had been hanging out in the ruins where she had discovered an old tablet that had lots of just strange markings on it that she feels reinforces her position that there is a curse on this land from the volcano and that the answer to it is for us to retreat into the caves. 
and she brings it back to the town again, standing up on her soapbox and yelling at everybody to run for the caves. Okay. So it also says, how does the community destroy it? So actually, um, when Sally is on her way back to the community carrying this tablet, she runs into Roy and Roderick on their way to the caves, and they destroy the tablet that she's carrying before she actually makes it back to the t- the community. All right. Let's see. Where do you want to put it? We'll put a cracked tablet symbol. Where do you think would be most appropriate? Yeah, just anywhere in that, like, arc between the... Okay. There, there is a broken okay. tablet symbolizing um, where Sally was... <laughs> Sally's hopes and dreams were dashed. <laughs> when the tablet was cracked, there was a poof of dust and a scream. That oh, shit. might have came out of it, or it might have just been Sally screaming. There is a spooky poof of black smoke above the broken tablet. And what oh, do you yeah, want to do I'll on your do turn? Something else on my turn. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to hold another discussion. What's the discussion about? What does everyone feel about these flowers and grass that's sprouting just where we have been hanging out and making our home? Did anyone bring seeds or did this just happen because we're here? A I woman, find it kind of strange. A woman named Marina... I think they're lovely. I think that they are lovely. I think it's a symbol that we should be here. I also think it's lovely and, you know, fortuitous. But kind of weird. A woman named Rhiannon agrees that they are beautiful, but she seems to be a little off-kilter. A gardener named Sam decides (laughs) that it's springtime and it makes sense that there might be flowers. Well, you see, that's just how it works in the spring. <laughs> I sure am glad that this has four seasons, just like Earth does. Fortuitous. Definitely think we found the right place to go. I wonder how all the other people in the different ships ended up, if they've made anything of themselves. Well, we'll never know, because our, our radio was knocked out when we landed so roughly. Mm. In this flower patch. <laughs> I guess we'll have to add uh, communication as a scarcity mm. to the list. <laughs> That's the end of my week. <laughs> okay. Any projects, Don? Your turn doesn't no. count, right? So then three would go to two at the end of Connor's turn for the uh, cave spawning. Correct. So mine went down by one now. I drew the Ace of Hearts. Whoa. What group has the highest status in the community? What must people do to gain inclusion into this group? Or, are there, are there distinct family units in the community? If so, what family structures are common? I think I'm going to go with the first one. What group has the highest status in the community? And I'm going to go with the ship's original crew. Not the passengers, but the actual like captain and... So the actual crew members. The actual members. crew members. Okay. And you have to be hand-selected by the captain to get into that group. Can we call him Captain Jamal? Yeah. You can call him whatever you want to call him. Mm -hmm. Okay, and we are going to use this purple tapestry thing, and we will put it kind of just in the town there. And that'll symbolize the crew member status as being elevated. Anyone who was in the uh, space flight union. There you go. They could be the only ones that have the weapons, too. 
and I'm going to start a project okay. to go to the woods and hunt some of the little dinosaurs. All right. I think that should take probably three or four weeks. I'd say four. It's a pretty, yeah, it's it's a pretty, pretty long walk. Good distance. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Dino Hunt is on the forecast. My cool. turn. It is your turn, Rebecca. I got the six of hearts. Are there children in your community? If there are, what is their role in the community? Or, how old are the eldest members of the community, and what special needs do they have? Um, I think we've already established that there's children in the community, so I'm going to say, how old are the oldest members, and what special needs do they have? Well, Gladys is 87, and her knees don't work so good, so she has a walker. And her husband, I don't know her husband's name, Henry, is 89. He doesn't have his teeth anymore. So eating's very difficult. Um, and then I'm kind of torn. I think I want to start a project. What project do you want to start? There's a lot of expeditions going on, but I think I want to do an expedition to the crater to investigate what type of, like, metals or resources we might be able to make from the crater metals. All right. I think that would take... So it's a pretty decent ways to travel. I mean, if it's taken four weeks for Derek to get out there. Yeah, I think it's going to take, like, six. Yeah, especially if you're trying to mine ore and stuff and the resources. I would say six, sure. Okay. And that is my turn, which means that your project is done. Okay. The expedition to the cave led by Roy and Roderick. They return to the community. And upon doing so... They have found nothing in the cave, nothing that they could figure out how to make into a resource. They found no sources of anybody, but they have indicated that the cave system is so vast and large that they only actually got to explore a very small portion of it. And they're convinced there may be stuff down there, but they weren't able to find any of it. Cool. Interesting. So, the Ten of Hearts. There's another community somewhere on the map. Where are they? What sets them apart from you? Or what belief or practice helps to unify your community? Okay. Mm. Okay. I think that Sally and the crazier members of the community, they leave and they go set up a camp with some of the resources in the old ruins. So uh, Sally and... Elisa, Lisa was on board with Sally. Yeah, how many Actually, people? She wouldn't go to the. She wouldn't go to the ruins. She would go closer to the caves, right? That's true. Yeah. She would. Okay. How so. many do we want to say? Would we have eighty people with us? Yeah. How many do we want to say went with them? Ten to twenty, probably. I'm gonna say like a fifth to a third. I would go. With, yeah. Like um, twenty to thirty. Yeah. So let's say they took fifteen people with them and they're going to set up their camp right on the outside of the cave and what sets them apart is um they're all a little wackadoo and they don't believe what roy and roderick said about the caves when they came back they think they're hiding something and then on my turn i am going to i suppose i'll start a project and that project is going to be getting a smelter and a forge set up so that we can do something with the local ore that we know is here and hopefully have something prepared for when the other folks come back from the crater. 
Good idea. That was my next project. Too. Yeah. Two weeks? Yeah, a week for each. They're fairly simple. Afford to know what? Yeah. Smelter. Especially after building a stone wall. Everybody agree with two weeks? Sounds good to me. Yep. All right. Cool. Okay. I'll draw my next card. It's the King of Hearts. A young boy starts digging in the ground and discovers something unexpected. What is it? Or... An old man confesses to past crimes and atrocities. What has he done? Mm. Uh, so a young boy, call him Edmund. He looks like a cat. He's he's digging around in the ground um, just outside of our protected walls in the direction of the ruins. And he discovers a large... Um, mosaic floor tablet very large thing I mean he doesn't know how large it is because he just discovered a little bit when he was digging but after he showed it to someone else they uncovered a, a pretty sizable mosaic floor tile with a bunch of owl yeah. patterns on it a bunch of owl? yes oh. well I mean that's the closest thing that he right. knows of okay and so, how big is it? Is it in the ruins or near the ruins? Or you said near the wall yeah. of our... And how big would you think it, it is? Um, like a quarter of the size of the ruin. Yeah, so I guess not that large. <laughs> okay. Boom, that Perfect. was awesome. All right. Doesn't look anything like owls, but there's a pattern there. That might be what it looks like to Edmund, though. Might Maybe to Edmund. <laughs> All right, he awesome. Had some past traumas. Everything looks like owls now. And so on your turn, what do you want to do? Um, how many projects do we have going right now? Three. 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 Lots of projects. Okay. So, um, on my turn, I'm going to discover something new. And after further investigating near the tile work that Edmund has uncovered, him and the rest of his friends have found a spot where, after they were digging some more and trying to see if they could get into the tunnels, it actually caved into an underground shaft and uh, tunnel system, perhaps. They haven't explored it enough to see how far, but there was a cave-in, and they've discovered an underground, yeah, tunnel system. Okay, and we now have a hole near the tile system. Is it accurate where you'd like it? Yep. All right. Sick. Any projects finish after Connor's turn? No, no. Um... But Derek's and yours have one week left. Okay. And now we're going to enter the next season. Oh, boy. Did we just Uh-oh. pull the first card oh, of yeah, summer? Oh, yeah, that's a diamond. That's a diamond. Okay. With the first card of summer being pulled, we are going to leave the spring behind. And along with the spring goes this episode. We'll pick up right in summer, and then we'll find out what happens to our community. Awesome. Can't wait. Me either. Good job, guys. I think this is a really cool thing we have so far. Yeah, yeah good fun. start. Yeah. All the seasons get progressively harder and worse. So all the good times of spring, I hope you enjoyed them because... They are long gone. They are. <laughs> things are going to get weird. All right. Great. Sick. I thought living was supposed to be easy in the summer. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's not till fall that we start. So until we hit summer, I guess uh, we'll see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.
Tales from the Crit is part of the Wolf Beard Games Podcast Network. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode, and if you have, please subscribe and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. To stay up to date on any news about the podcast, follow us on Instagram at Tales from the Crit Podcast. Check out our YouTube channel with the same name, and most importantly, tell a friend. It's a lot bigger than I thought. That's what she said. All right. Clockwise or anti-clockwise? Anti-clockwise. Depends. Not all of us have the same clockwise, so. (laughs) What?